Hey, welcome back to another episode of Mitchell's Moments. I'm here with just Ryan Burkett today, and we're going to be talking about some conspiracies. But first, Hello. but first, um, Emerge Energy, they made, I think, 10,000 cans already. I was just at the Woonsocket Warehouse there, and they have labels on them that look really nice. So I'm going to read the cherry label, just because, just to make sure I have everything right here. So, 16 ounce cans, only 70 calories. So they have 0.5 grams of fat, of total fat, 10 milligrams of sodium, 16 grams of carbohydrates, um, 6 grams of fiber, 6 grams of sugar, and um, then a few um, vitamins. So pretty healthy, I think. I mean, a 12-ounce can of Pepsi, I think, has 22 grams of sugar. Mountain Dew has like 36. So, I mean, if you're looking out for sugar... This just gives you an insane energy boost, but it's hardly any calories. And obviously your 300 milligrams of caffeine, that's just a given, because it is an energy drink. Um, but uh, right. I think this week, <coughs> excuse me, I think this week they're making the 150s as well, so they'll be half everything. So I like those too, because sometimes they don't need the whole, you know, punch to get going, but... Um, so their first lineup will be cherry, or it's called wild cherry, and then tangerine, mango, strawberry lemonade. I think I'm missing one, but that those are those are for sure's. And then their next wave will include grape and some other ones. So it, it, it's cool seeing them. They're, they're, I don't think they're in the shelves yet, but they'll they're giving away the first few just to get people interested, and then they'll be hitting the shelves real soon. So. Anyway, that's the ad. There you can find them. Oh, Josh told me. In over 200 stores, they'll be starting off shelf space. That's mainly gas stations around the Huron area and basically just in South Dakota. So, so be looking out for that. They're good. I like them. But anyway. Emerge Energy followed me on Instagram, so I followed them back. <laughs> Same. But no, yeah, they just have one little machine now, but they already got plans to get a couple big ones in and get some real work done. So it's cool. I was there uh last wednesday they got two big tankers that are just full of emerge and then they go into a mixing bay where they mix it um right before they so it, i i didn't ask enough specifics or i didn't write down notes basically it's not like it's mixed up three weeks ahead of time it's mixed right before it gets in the can and they're the same every time so it's kind of cool seeing them through they gave me a nice they come in packs of 12 so it'll be nice and fun <coughs> Boy, I just, there's always something in my throat, it seems like. Don't worry, I do not have corona that I know of. So. Good. Yeah, anyway, I'm still, I'm, I'm staying on my place, on my farm anyway, so it's not like it's a big concern. But, um, so how have you been holding up, Ryan, with this whole dumb thing? I've been good, man. I'm just trying to stay healthy, you know, like everyone else out there. Yeah, it's it's nuts. You know, I was listening to a different podcast, and they're saying, you know, you always hear about big events in history, but to actually be living through one, you know, it's crazy. Because we don't know how long this will last. It might have lasting effects up to two years out. So it's really crazy. But, you know, like I said, we're talking about conspiracies today, and the biggest one I've been hearing is, which I think there is some truth to it, is this virus just... Did it just come out of nature, or did a certain government spread it? Oh yeah, I've heard that one. Some it's are possible. saying, 
I mean, it's real suspicious because where they apparently found the cure or a vaccine is right where it was released. And, um, you know, a lot of governments aren't exactly telling the truth about death toll and stuff, too. But there's a lot of people out there, medical professionals, too, that said this thing is way, is way too harmful to just come out of nature, you know what I mean? So they're, they're right, thinking right. the Chinese government actually started it. Now, I don't know. Like I said, we're talking about conspiracies. You don't have to believe them. I don't think I believe, probably won't believe any of them we talk about. But I just think it's interesting. It gives us something to do, you know, like the flat earth conspiracy. You know, that obviously we know that one's not true. But it's fun to just to explore them. It gives you something to think about. Because, like, what if they are true? Like, you know, everyone, the joke at first of this quarantine was they had to replace the batteries and all the, their spy pigeons. You know, the government did. Because, you know, in all honesty, have you ever seen a baby pigeon flying around? A baby pigeon? Yeah. Have you ever seen a baby pigeon flying around? I haven't really seen many pigeons, period, so no. Oh, well, in Huron, South Dakota, and out by us, there's a lot of pigeons, but I've never seen a little one. So I can see where people in town, it's, you know, develop these things, because... There is one video out there that, that they all hang on to. Um, in Russia, I think it was Putin, you know, this pigeon was walking on the sidewalk. Putin salutes the pigeon and the, and the pigeon salutes back. And everyone's like, <gasps> they are fake. I don't know. I don't think they are. Actually, I've shot one before and definitely wasn't a robot. But it's something to think about. What if they're not all real? Huh. Because I saw a lot of pigeons today, and they just, you know, they, they watch everything, you know. They're always looking. But it's, it's fun to think about. But you got some conspiracies for us, Ryan? Hello? I think we lost Ryan. Yeah. Oh, you're cutting in really bad. I think your, your internet probably went out. Oh, no, no, my internet's good. Can you hear me? Oh, no, I can, no, I can. Oh, okay, cool. Uh, All right. You got some for us? No, yeah. Um, there's some pretty interesting stuff. I mean, you have the normal stuff like UFOs, Bigfoot, things like Loch Ness Monster in Montana. Uh, oh, this one I thought was interesting. It was actually debunked, but I still found it interesting. So in Illinois, within a few miles of one another, Lee, wait, okay, I'll, I'll read the title again. Hang on. Okay, take two. There were a lot of mattress firm stores in Illinois, all within a few miles of one another, leading some to believe it was a money laundering business. In some cases, some of these mattress firm stores are like right across the street from each other. Many of them like with half a mile of each other. Interesting. They all had the same name? Yeah, it's all mattress firm. Oh. So, uh, yeah, some people think it thought it was like a big money laundering scheme. Um, someone even said on Reddit, I remember seeing four mattress firms all on each corner of an intersection once, and there is no way there is such a high demand for mattresses. To have four of them. Yeah, seriously. And when I saw, it, I was like, "Huh." Were they all named the same thing, or were they all did they all sell the same product? 
No, yeah, they're all mattress firm stores. Oh, so they all even had the and same it, it name. Like, yeah, 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 mattress firm. And it is a company. Oh, but because okay. there are so many and like clustered in such a small area, a lot of people suspected that mattress firm was like a front for a money laundering scheme. Interesting. Yeah. I mean, why else would but, there be But, however, more? in 2018, WBUR and Business Insider debunked that theory. So, um, speaking of debunking theories, you know, with a flat earth theory, I think that's been debunked a lot if you just look up the earth on Google. You know? So do you always believe everything the internet says? You know... No, I don't. <laughs> but there's enough evidence out there. And and the thing is, uh, this one YouTuber did a huge flat earth documentary. I did watch it. Uh, it was Logan Paul, anyway. Um, So he he fooled the internet into thinking he believed in flat earth, so he went to a conference. And the whole thing was an act to expose him because, you know, he doesn't feel that. That one in particular, you know, isn't right. He's like, you know... Conspiracies are one thing, but when you're changing actual facts to match, you know, what you, you know, believe, it's not right, you know? That's just leading people away from truth. <clears throat> but it was really interesting, because they contradict themselves so often. And so that's one that, for sure, you know, let's say, you know, there's no chance it is true, because nothing would work if it was flat. But anyway, you know, it's just... They only use, like, three different facts that would possibly support it versus looking at the other facts that, you know, would make it impossible. So you got to be right. careful when you're diving into those, but... No, you're right. Actually, it's funny. I went on a hike this past Saturday, and one of the guys I was on the hike with actually did a speech in his communications class at the college I went and his speech was literally, like, to prove that the Earth was flat. But he did the whole thing as a joke. Oh, okay. But, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, like, one of his points in the speech was, and there's a pilot in the class, too, like, studying, you know, like, aeronautics and whatnot. And he went, the guy giving the speech went, listen. He wasn't a pilot, but, like, the pilot was, like, one of the ones listening to the speech. Anyway, the speaker goes, listen, if the Earth was round, wouldn't you, as a pilot have to tilt the nose down a little bit each time as you're rounding the Earth. Otherwise, you were not just go straight. You'd just go straight into space, right? And he, I kid you not, he told me that this pilot gave him a look that basically said, is the Earth actually flat? <laughs> now I'm not so sure anymore. Wow. The, the, this pilot guy, I thought that was hilarious. He just had one of those looks. I was like, well, that's pretty funny. Even with shooting a gun, if, you know, some guns can go over, you know, bullets can travel over a mile. For the, you know, there's people out there, big tournaments, you know, target practice and stuff. You know, they have to shoot targets from one to two miles away. You have to consider the rotation, wind, and, you know, and how much the earth is, in a sense, you know, rounding or falling away. You know, because if it was flat, you could just... A, you know, just, you know, proportionally go up, but since it's curving around, you have to go even further up to match the curve of the Earth, you know, as far as the bullets go, because the bullets are obviously controlled by gravity. <coughs> so, right. if the Earth was flat, you wouldn't have, you, you could, I don't know, I'm not that big into, or I haven't looked that much into it, but I don't know if, if the Earth was flat, I think you'd actually have to aim a lot higher, but because, you know, in a matter of speaking, 
a mile down or even two miles down the road, you know, your target would actually be sitting up higher than it is now. You know what I mean? Right. So, so you know, that plays big into, you know, how you shoot. Because when the earth is curving away from you, you don't actually have to aim as high because it'll follow the earth around. So, I mean, there, there's so much evidence, you know, to prove it. And that's no, why, yeah, I agree. And that's why flights take a circular route and it's actually faster than just, you know, going from point A to point B in a straight line. You know. Oh, yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, I don't know all the science behind it personally, but I trust the scientists. I'll say that. Yeah. I trust the scientists. But, yeah, it's interesting, though. People used to think it was flat. Um, do you have another one for us? I have a few, yeah. So the Denver International Airport has several conspiracies surrounding it, actually. Well, for one, it was $2 billion, $2 billion, with a B, over budget, leading some to believe that it has an underground structure that is either used as bunker or as the headquarters of the guests. For what now? So like, there are $2 billion over budget and it led some to believe that they have a secret underground structure underneath of the Denver International Airport. And some believe that oh. it's either bunkers or the headquarters of, take a guess. Uh, Nazis. Well, not too far off. The Illuminati. Ah, yeah, I should. I forgot we're in conspiracies. Yeah, the Illuminati. Yeah, but speaking of Nazis, though, <coughs> there actually is a theory about Nazis surrounding that airport. Others believe that the building was built by neo-Nazis because the markers and plaques around the airport say it is funded by, get this, the New World Airport Commission. But no information can be found about that organization anywhere. Interesting. There's a yeah. There's a lot of suspicious stuff there, period. <laughs> well, yeah, get this. I actually looked up maps of this to confirm it. Well, if you type in on Google Images, Denver International Airport, um, like, runways, map, whatever, they look like a swastika, dude. The runways are shaped like a swastika with the airport in the middle. Denver what? Denver International Airport. So there's that. And then furthermore, the art around the airport is also some people's cause for concern. Most notably, there is a 32-foot sculpture of a horse that fell on its sculptor. And actually, and there are also murals around the airport that are troubling to some, including images of a Nazi officer in a gas mask, children near a burning building, and there's even a statue of a, uh, excuse me, of a devil jumping out of a suitcase. Like, just bizarre stuff. That's nuts. Yeah, that's, uh, it's actually kind of creepy. <laughs> and I looked all this up. So, I looked up pictures of the murals, and I found the statue of the devil jumping out of the suitcase. I'm like, what is this stuff doing here? At an airport. Yeah, seriously. An American airport. Why do we have a Nazi officer in a gas mask? 
<laughs> um, another one pertaining to airplanes is chemtrails. <clears throat> I've watched a lot of these on YouTube. So basically, you know how when airplanes fly over, it looks like they're leaving clouds behind? Yeah, yeah. I don't know the science behind it, but there's a lot of people who think that um, these white... Um, these white trails are actually chemicals that the government are using for, um, oh, what's the word here? Mind control? Yes, that, and also they're used for, what are nefarious, or I guess they're used for nefarious purposes. I don't know, nefarious is probably evil or whatever, but I'll look, yeah, yeah. I'll look up nefarious to, to be factual. Nefarious. Yeah, nefarious is another term for like wicked or criminal. <clears throat> Excuse me. Oh, skewed. Wait, what? what no, is... I said shrewd. Shrewd. Oh, okay. okay. So yeah, it's basically chemtrails. Something to think about because a bunch of YouTubers were investigating this one time, and every time they they asked for the airplanes, I don't know if it's manager, whoever, you know, is in charge there. They're like, so um, got any information on chemtrails? And immediately they were asked to leave the plane. And get on a different flight. Oh, really? So, I mean, it was... I don't know. I, guess, I don't know if I believe them or not. But it's interesting because... Apparently it's something to do with the moisture in the air. And the speed which it's cutting through makes it that way. But, I don't know. something to think about. Because anyone that's ever looked into it... From what I could tell in the videos... Obviously videos can be fake and stuff. But it seems like, you know... You know, you kind of get in trouble if you ask about them. Huh, interesting. Yeah. But, well, now heard me. No, yeah, I know, like, you can get in big trouble for going, like, too far at Area 51. Oh. What do you think is an Area 51? I don't know. I mean, why would they have a big place that nobody can talk about whether you, you know, you were guarding there or not, you know, that nobody can know what's in it, but yet, obviously, if you get close to it, you have the potential of getting shot. Like, what what could possibly be going on there? Hard telling. I, I don't know if that has anything to do with aliens or, or why alien spacecraft. They probably do some sort of testing out there, though. Because if you look it up on, the, on Google Maps, I'm pretty sure it's either blacked out or they, they put a different image on top of it, so you can't actually see. I once saw a YouTube video that, that there's this, like, tour guide who would, like, give people tours of Area 51, but he could never, like, go past, like, the sign that says, like, that there's a sign that basically says, yo, if you pass this sign, you were, like, committing a federal crime. And he was, like, driving, like, these people out to that, that sign, and he accidentally missed the sign. He passed it. And he got stopped by military. And him and his tour company got in big trouble, had to pay some big fines to the government. Boy. Yeah. You know, I don't I don't know if there's such a thing as aliens. You know, I don't think the Bible supports it. There might be, but I don't know if I even believe in aliens. But you know how, you know, there's been like, quote-unquote, UFO fight sightings and stuff. I do think that they're... Um, I have a theory anyway that they're, you know, experimenting different types of aircraft that would look as if they're alien, but they must be not safe enough to put into the general public, you know what I mean? That makes sense. I mean, because 
Some of them videos, I said anything can be faked, but some of them videos look really, really convincing, you know, that there's actually weird aircraft flying around, but obviously there's technologies we don't even know about that are out there, so it's very oh, interesting. Oh, no, you're right. Area 51 is something that I kind of went, I was kind of hoping that raid would happen, <laughs> that storm, oh, you know? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I was really hoping. September, whatever that was. Yeah, because what would the government, would the government really kill everyone? Really? I don't think so. I don't know. I was I was really hoping that that would they would actually follow through with that. I wouldn't be dumb enough to do it, but I'd definitely watch it and laugh. Well, see, that's what everyone was doing. Everyone was like, "Oh, oh yeah, I hope this, I'm not going to do it, but I hope it happens." But they had like like a million or so people, you know, that RSVP'd. The, the biggest mistake they made was to say when it was happening, you know. True. But it, it it's just interesting, but um I heard I heard there's a conspiracy about something in our home state here, South Dakota. That is true. Some believe that the chamber behind Mount Rushmore holds some big secret. Can you repeat that? Some believe that the chamber behind Mount Rushmore holds some big secrets, which it is a fact. Gutson Borglum, who carved Mount Rush, did put a big chamber behind Abraham Lincoln's head. That's a fact. Really? Yes. He created an 18-foot door behind the landmark that leads to an open room that is 74 feet long and 35 feet high. Borglum intended the place to be, like, for America's prized possessions. Like, it was supposed to be called, it was actually supposed to be called the Hall of Records. Really? Yeah, and while the room does contain important historical documents, which, according to the Business Insider, it contains the U.S. Constitution and the Declaration of Independence. Now, I did some research, and I always thought it was at the National Archives, and some sources say it's still at the National Archives, but I don't know. I think this is still a conspiracy theory that maybe, like, the real Declaration and the real Constitution is behind Lincoln's head in a secret room Mount Rushmore. I don't know. Either way, it is sealed off from the public, leading many to create theories about it. Well, Some believe that the government is hiding something incredibly secretive there, like proof of extraterrestrial beings. And others believe that it could be some sort of treasure, like the National Treasure Book of Secrets movie with Nicholas Cage. Well, so is the door his face, or is there like a door on the other side of the mountain? Um, like, does his face open up, or like, how do he get no, to it? No, 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 like, what is it like so in the movies? Behind Lincoln's head, it's there's an 18 foot door behind Lincoln's head. Oh, okay. So it's not like in the movies where like you can see through the eyes and you crawl up the nose and stuff. No, no, nothing like that. Yeah, I mean, there is a huge door behind his head. If that's what he intended it to be, and you can't really get to it, I don't see why they wouldn't put stuff in there. Well, you never know. I mean, that one could be a valid conspiracy there. Because uh, our, our us seniors from James Valley and the juniors went out to D.C., and, and they make it sound like you're looking at the real decu de Declaration of Independence. Excuse my mouth. 
sometimes words don't form. Um, they make it sound like you know you're viewing the real, the real thing. But my thing is like even, even in low lighting, you know how paper works. That would have been faded out a hundred years ago. So, yeah, it's. I think that's that's a valid, it's a valid uh, thing to think about, in my opinion. Mike, what do you think? Uh, yeah, it's 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 all right to think of. I, yeah, I'm pretty sure the the Abraham Lincoln thing was meant to be like a library and stuff like that, but I don't know. No, actually, Boardman intended it to be like a place for a lot of America's history's artifacts. Like he envisioned, like uh, let me find the other article here really quick. Uh, I found another article that talked about it. Uh, so where the frontal lobe of a Lincoln's brain would be. Oh, hang on. I gotta turn off my ad blockers. <laughs> <laughs> it worked earlier. So what I don't, I, I know governments have to keep their secrets and stuff, but you know I still wish like you know just ordinary people could go find this stuff. But I suppose that's where problems happen, you know, and just anyone can walk in there. But there's a lot of there's a lot of interesting stuff, like what's really under the White House and what's under the Capitol, you know, because the Capitol I think was remade. I don't know what year it was, but um, you know, there's theories that there's tunnels going all through D.C. and stuff like that in case something ever happens. But I don't know. It's very interesting. Huh. No, oh, yeah. Well, anyway, I found the section in the article by Business Insider. So, Borglum apparently envisioned an 800-foot stairway leading to a grand hall measuring 80 feet by 100 feet behind the president's faces. Above the entrance to the hall would hang a bronze eagle with a wingspan of 38 feet. The hall would contain busts of famous Americans and a list of U.S. contributions to science, art, and industry. And this is according to the National Park Service. Unfortunately, Borglum died in 1941, so he never got to see the vision come to life. And for anyone else who knows their history about Mount Rushmore, he never even got to finish Mount Rushmore, technically. Technically, Mount Rushmore is still unfinished. They decided to leave it as it is. Oh, because the torsos and the hands were supposed to yeah, show, yeah, too. He, yeah, he was supposed to have the torsos and hands. You can actually see a little bit of it's Abraham Lincoln's hand. Yeah, I'll look up Mount a picture Rushmore. of Mount Rushmore. Um, yeah, you can find pictures of what it was supposed to look like. Mount yeah. Rushmore. Um, oh, no, you can see the top of the tux of George Washington. Yep, you, you can see that. That's the furthest it got finished. Oh, yeah, and, ki and kind of where the I shoulder... Can also, Lincoln. You can see a little teeny bit of Abraham's hand, like, just below his chin. You can... Oh, yeah, I see that. So you can see where George Washington's shoulder would end... Uh, who's the second guy over? I should know this. But anyway. That's Jefferson. Jefferson. You can see his shoulder blade under Jefferson. It's not finished, obviously. And then you can see just a tiny bit of Lincoln's hand, you know, if, if you grabbed, you know, your suit. Yeah, yeah. That's really cool. 
But uh, yeah. And then there's the other the guy Theodore. You know a thing or two about him, don't you, Mister? I do actually. Um, <laughs> we did a wax museum in fifth grade, and I did Theodore Roosevelt. And the funny thing is, so I started off with saying a few words, and then I yelled "charge!" Right, because he led you know a few charges and a think couple I wars. I still have that video of you doing it somewhere. <laughs> The worst part was, it wasn't for me, it was for the people in the hall. Brandon was the next one down. And he was um, Abraham Lincoln. And, and we have it on video when Ryan was videoing no, Brandon. No, wasn't Abraham Lincoln. Who was he? Someone was Abraham Lincoln. Who was Brandon? He was John Wilkes Booth. Oh, that's right. Ah, uh, yeah, my bad. The guy that killed Lincoln. I had the wrong way around, my bad. Um, <laughs> it's been a hot minute since I was in fifth grade. Anyway, it was John Wilkes Booth. My apologies. Oh, Abraham Lincoln was just around the corner. <laughs> That's what it was. Um, so anyway, Ryan was videotaping Brandon, and you hear me yell charge, and Brandon, it messed him up. He never got w through it once without me messing him up. I felt bad, but it's really funny. It's true. He, I have a video of Brandon trying to do it, and then you yell, and he cracked. Yeah, it was every day. He's like, Mitchell, I couldn't even get it out once, and I'm like, I'm so sorry. But that's when I knew I was cut out for showbiz. You know, Terry Weeding, oh, you know, yeah. the founder of Emerge Energy Drinks, he, he always tells me I should go to Hollywood. I'm like, you know, it sounds fun and all, but probably not. I told him how I got him to sponsor this podcast. I said, Terry, listen to me. This is my ticket to Hollywood. And it might be, but it is my ticket to Hollywood. This is the best shot I got at Hollywood, to be honest. But anyway, Michael. Yeah, I believe in Mitchell. <laughs> Thanks, Ryan. Mike, do you have any conspiracies? Uh, have you heard of any? No, not really. So okay, so Michael. from my neck of the woods. My neck of the woods. By 1988, there were 3,000 reports of UFO sightings in Whiteville, Virginia. 3,000? Yeah, by 1988. Okay. I don't even know where that town is, but it's in Virginia, and I'm in Virginia. So it can't be too terribly far away. That's crazy, though. You know, it, it's something to think about. You know, if aliens are out there, why haven't we communicated? Maybe they've come to our world and realized it ain't worth it. <laughs> you know? But it's it's crazy because there's there's a guy out there, you know that it says you know if you if you get in the right state of mind and you meditate you know enough you open up a portal to and obviously I don't believe that but it, it's it it's interesting that you know maybe they don't just don't find us interesting enough to mess with or we're so because another theory is you know we're so you know they're so far advanced that we're like cavemen compared to them but it it's I don't know. It, it just turned into the Marvel Universe at that point without the superheroes, <laughs> you know. There were aliens yeah. and stuff out there. It's like, I don't you know. Because according to the Bible, which I believe in, I know Ryan does and Michael does too, um, you know, God made us in his image, so why would he go out and make things that aren't in his image? And let's say he made another planet with humans on it. Did Jesus die there as well for their sins, you know? There's there's a few problems with that unless they're not made in his image they just happen to talk, you know. So I, I don't know. Interesting stuff there. 
But, yep, a lot of implications. But there, there's a conspiracy, or at least a theory, or both combined, I guess. Um, <clears throat> and kind of some truth, a lot of truth behind it too. So over in Germany, you know, when Hitler was making his, you know, his, he, he had plans to make uh, Berlin. I think it was Berlin. Maybe it wasn't. Into this, you know, spectacle city. You know, the the perfect city, right? He was going to have this huge underground highway, which the the first part of it is still there. The rest of it kind of caved in because it got filled up with water. Um, but there's, but in Berlin itself, there are tunnels leading everywhere, so Hitler could escape, right? They've tracked most of. There's over three thousand miles of these tunnels, and, and and they're still trying to find them. And now they're finding them going from building to building, and people just put walls over them and didn't realize what they were. So they're trying to track where all the tunnels are. It's it's kind of cool to watch. That was on the History Channel a while ago. But they're 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 you know they're theorizing you know what they were used for if they were used, and you know, what if Hitler's plan turned out? What would their use be now and stuff? So it, there's a lot of cool things out there. You know, just go on YouTube or the History Channel or is there, is there conspiracy channels out there? I don't know. There's always conspiracy stuff. Oh yeah. Oh, I just thought of one. Like conspiracy theory. What is it? Mike, I think we lost you. I think we did too. So Mike, how's your day? Alright. So, apparently nobody checks the Discord chat anymore, because no one responded to me except for Derek. I mean, I got distracted because I was playing League. And, and you're and playing then. Minecraft right now. I am. Well, I can at least talk while doing this, but I was doing Ranked with Aaron and I got distracted because I was going to join. Yeah, I think Aaron was too and now he's eating, so it's uh, it's, it's funny. Now, I guess I, I need a... I'll have to get everyone's number and make just a group text so at least, you know, they get it more than just one way. Yeah. Brandon wanted to join today too, but he's help, helping move his girlfriend's family, I think. But this is my thing. Oh. Every time I hear about people dating, they're always moving... You know, their, their significant other's family. Is that a thing? When you date somebody, mm -hmm. automatically they move and you have to help them move? Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I'm just, I always hear about guys moving their girlfriend's families. It's weird. Uh, I've never had to do that, nor have I heard about having to do that until now. Really? Because I know Brandon has helped move his girlfriend. A few people that I know from CEF, you know, they've had to at least help somebody move, as it even related to their, you know, significant other. It's just interesting. I hear about it more often than I should. It's weird. I, di I didn't know that was a thing. And I'm like, why do I keep hearing this? Maybe that's why I haven't gotten a girlfriend yet, because, you know, I don't feel like moving, you know, other people out of their houses. Because <laughs> yeah. that's definitely the reason why I'm still single, you know. I, we lost Ryan for good. Yeah, seems like it. Nice. Well, anyway, I don't know if he plans on joining, but I think I'll cut the episode here. You know, it was a short one, short one today. Michael joined about halfway through. Um, I had a grand plan that everyone would bring conspiracies, but since nobody responds to me anymore, it didn't work out as good. We might do a part two next week. Not so much people like this one. Um, we'll just keep bringing interesting things. Um, hopefully everyone's hanging in there with, oh, just a second, Ryan, 
I hope everyone's hanging in good with their families and stuff. I know our family just had their first mental breakdown. We're all right. We just kind of lost it for about two hours. Mike, Michael heard most of it through Discord. But no, we're don't worry. We still love each other. It's just, you know, tensions get a little heated sometimes when you're trapped, you know, for a week. Excuse so, me. Yeah. Ryan, have you lost your mind yet? No, I am still able to get outside the house and work because I'm essential, fortunately. So that's I'm good. Thankful for that. Mike, has you have you lost it yet? Uh, kind of. I kind of have too. I'm just sick of it. Like, you know, I finally get out of high school, ready to go to they college. Plan on opening. What? Go ahead. I finally just get to college and then it's cut short. I'm like, ah. Is there? Yeah. We had fun, but it's all right. No, they are they are planning on reopening everything by May first. So we should be out of this by May first, if not sooner. Yay! If they so, what they say is true. I just saw another conspiracy related to the Mount Rushmore one. I just saw it about what uh, Democrats want to do to Mount Rushmore. <laughs> Right beside Abraham Lincoln, they want to add, or they're theorizing that Democrats want to add Martin Luther King Jr. there. They have a they have a picture with his face there. It looks real, but I think that should just be reserved for presidents. Well, Martin Luther King Jr. already has his own granite card monument, doesn't he? That's the thing. So I don't, I don't know why you'd put him twice. No, I just saw the picture. I'm like, what is that? Because I didn't. There was five faces. I'm like, oh, okay, okay. But um, I mean, I wouldn't be against it by any means. The only reason I would, I mean, nothing political about it. It's just I think that it should be reserved for presidents. You know, because that's that's the four that are on there now. Unless I'm wrong, which I don't think I am. Well, I mean, you live in the states, so I would think you would at least. I'm, I'm pretty. Like, that's the thing. Like, I'm 98% sure, but there's two percent of me that, like, you know, <laughs> wants to double check. But like, there's presidents now. I don't know why you change that up. And plus, it looks good how it is now. I don't even know if adding another face should even be a thing. I don't know. I don't think it'd look right if they added another one. Yeah. yeah, don't mess with a classic, I guess. I mean, it, when someone designs something, you know, adding to it all always makes it look fake or terrible. Just because it was designed for those four, it wasn't designed, oh, hey, here's a spot to add another one. Here's, you know, it was designed for just that. Oh, another, another you know, you talk about he never got to finish it. Did Did they ever plan on moving the pile of rubble at the bottom of it? Just out of curiosity. I think at, I think at this point, because stuff just keeps falling and adding to it, I don't know if it'll be very well, easy to do so. Well, they they never cleaned it out from the beginning. I just didn't know if that was part of the original plan, and then when he died, they just kind of ended it. It's always interesting. Yeah. It doesn't look bad. It's just something to think about. Yeah, I don't know about that one. All right, but anyway... Have you guys heard about the Chuck E. Cheese pizza conspiracy? No, I have. I, I've heard it mentioned, but I haven't really heard about it. Okay. So there's a theory out there that Chuck E. Cheese is, you know, the popular, like, where a kid can be a kid. There's, like, a 
mouse there and you play games, you put tokens in the games and earn tickets and you turn the tickets in and yeah. you know, try to win prizes, right? Yeah. Well, there's a conspiracy theory that the pizza they serve there, that once they pick up like the pizza left over by customers, they take it to the back. They will reassemble the leftover pizza slices into a whole new circular pizza, put more cheese on it, put it in the oven, and then reserve it to people. I mean, I wouldn't doubt it. If you look up pictures, go to Google Images and type in Chuck E. Cheese Pizza, okay? And tell me that those are not recycled, like, several recycled pizzas put back to make one pizza. I mean, yeah, they look pretty horrible. They aren't exactly well known for their food, so anyways, I mean, that does look pretty gross. Yeah, I mean, when you just type in Chuck E. Cheese pizza, there's no way when you look at those that... They don't even fit up right. No, they don't, exactly. So that's why people are saying that they just take, like, the leftover slices from all the tables... And then put them together to make a pizza, even if it looks terrible. And then put it in the oven, then reserve it to someone else. I mean, so you, why else would the circular pizzas not be a hundred percent circular? I don't know, man. I mean, you look at that. I mean, it's not just like it's not like someone's like, oh, I want half a cheese, half a pepperoni. Oh, okay. And then they make like a full pepperoni, a full cheese, and like cut them both in half, and then do it that way. No, this is like. Almost Several half. different pizzas put into one. Because the pepperonis don't line up either. No, they don't. That's the other thing. And then you find out, even if you like were to follow with these pictures, where the slicer went when they cut this pizza, it makes absolutely no sense. There's no way whatsoever that it's one fresh pizza. I'm glad I've never eaten there at this point. After seeing this pizza, there's a lot. Oh my! Every other piece is a different length. I'm telling you, man. I I am doing research, not wasting time, but I will be doing research after this podcast. I I'm diving full into this one. Yeah, the popular YouTube video dealing with this is Shane Dawson's YouTube video about the Chuck E. Cheese pizzas. Okay, awesome. Well, I think... Well, that's, that's an interesting one to end on, definitely. Well, I think we should end it for today. 40 minutes, ain't bad. Uh, I said that earlier, but then you rejoined. I thought we'd lost you for good, right? So, um, but no, thanks for bringing in a conspiracy. Thanks, Mike, for joining in right at the end here. Um, you can find me at on Instagram at Mitchell Whip. Also, YouTube at Mitchell Whip. Oh, my latest video. I did a duet with Aaron Ekman, actually with our saxophone so go check that out um, I did the best I could on it I've gotten over 100 views in a day which never happens so please go check that out I, that's one of my most that's one of the videos I'm most proud of so go ahead and check that out it's, it's worth the time listening to it's a good Easter hymn that I was playing um, find me on TikTok doing stupid videos to waste time too at Mitchell but um, anyway yeah I, I think we're good. So anyway, thank you guys for listening, viewing, subscribing. Please leave us a five-star review. If not, whatever, just keep listening. At least you listened. So 
Nobody will DM me. DM me 9241 on Instagram or Snapchat. I'll expand it. Or if you have my phone number, text me. The first three will get a shout-out. I don't know why. Maybe no one wants a shout-out. But anyway, if you text me, DM me, um, Snapchat me, 9241, you get a shout-out. The first three. Anyway, talk to you guys later, and have a wonderful day.